let me uh, tell you about good ranchers. Good news and bad news. Bad news first. Beef prices are probably going to increase by another 20%, they say, by next year. Early next year. So, we have the largest increase in meat prices in U.S. history. Uh, and if uh, it does turn out that we may not even win the Senate, I, I mean the House, I find that hard to believe, but that is a possibility yet today. Uh, things are going to get worse, much, much worse. Um, so please try Good Ranchers, will you? It will lock in your price at goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Lock it in so the price of your beef and chicken and fish never goes up. You have a normal Black Friday sale every year. This time, get a Black Angus Friday sale. It is American meat delivered. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. The old uh, Fox News stations used to say, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your kids are? I'd like to just start today's show and say, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where you are? What the hell happened last night? We begin in 60 seconds. Brooke wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, I wasn't sure that my German Shepherd would eat or even like it, but I heard you talking about Uno and how much he liked it, so we decided to try the free trial. Well, she loves Rough Greens. We were out for two days once, and she wouldn't eat. She's protesting until her monthly bag arrived. She's been so bright-eyed and energetic lately, I can't recommend Rough Greens highly enough. Brooke, thank you so much for listening, and I couldn't believe Uno liked it either. I mean, he he's like Mikey in those Life Cereal commercials when I was growing up. It's Uno. He doesn't like anything. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it, but they don't want you to be out any money if your dog won't eat it. So they're going to send you a free trial bag. It's a little teeny bag that you can just try it for a few meals. Make sure that your dog likes it as much as Uno does. And if they do, get the full bag and watch the difference in your dog. So get your first trial bag for free. All you pay for is shipping. Go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN-33, RoughGreens.com slash Beck. So I get up today and there's tons of states that still are counting (laughs) now we used to 20 years ago make fun of florida and for at least the next two elections i would have a habit of saying florida (laughs) florida don't screw it up 
Now, Florida seems to have the best system out there. I mean, they count them quickly, accurately. uh, And last night was a blowout in Florida. But we're still waiting. We don't even know for sure if we have control of Congress. Yeah, the House is not a completely sure thing. Republicans would be the favorites there. Um, but like a, not like a, sure a ninety-nine percent favorite, or like a sixty percent favorite. No, let me, let me give you let me give you a top line thing okay. from the prediction markets here. Mm. As we've gone through and settled through all the results and tried to sort through what the heck happened last night. Yeah, uh, the a Democratic sweep right now, according to betting markets, Democratic House, Democratic Senate, fourteen percent chance of that happening. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, Republican House. And Senate, the Republican sweep we kind of all hoped for going yeah. into the evening, a 15% chance of happening right okay. now. The most likely outcome, a Republican House, a Democratic Senate, 73% chance. Now, there's a little bit of some rounding in there, so it's not going to add up exactly, but that you get the sense as to where people are looking. People, the people who actually bet their own money on this stuff are, are saying, this is where we see this right now. So if you, you look at these races, a lot of this is going to count. On, and I, I know exactly how people are going to feel when I say this, but very close house races in states like California. States, what? Races where <laughs> Republicans look to have a lead, but we're not going to know for sure, possibly for a while. When it comes to house control, you're looking at something probably in the low 220s. Now you need 218 for control, low 220s. So kind of a reverse of what we've had for the past two years, where very narrow control, except by the Republicans instead of the Democrats. That's huge, assuming it holds. It can block multiple trillions of dollars of spending. You know, the Build Back Better acts and the Green New Deals and all these things they try to jam through with 50 seats in the Senate. They can't get them through if just the House holds. So that's very, very big. Uh, On the Senate side, though, it's a lot harder to come up with a with the, the scenario where they can win, though it does exist, and we'll go through it here in a minute. But that's where you're talking about Supreme Court seats and things like that, which will be very, very, very bad. Uh, problematic. As very, it, very go bad. Very bad. Uh, okay. <sighs> Should we go through some of these races and how yeah, everything went last I, time? I, first, I'd like to know um, how off were the polls? Because it seems like they were very off. I don't, th- I mean, the polls had a pretty good night. Okay. Polls had a pretty right. good night. Good. That's good. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, except the, for like, uh, except for Arizona seems. No, I don't think again, Arizona. I think we all think Carrie Lake is great. We love her. She's a very talented politician. Uh, but people took the 11 point poll that came out a couple weeks before the election as gospel as to where that race stood. Yeah, that I is guess not where the true. majority of the polling had it. The final real clear politics average was Carrie Lake by three and a half. Now, look, okay, so we're still at a point where Carrie Lake can pull this out. I, I think, you know, that that's a she's ahead is this at this point. Is she not? She's not ahead in the current count. <laughs> um, but that is not to be. This is, again, you were mentioning Florida. Florida counts these votes. We knew what happened last night. It was uh, it was amazing. It was how it was supposed to exist. Right. You're yeah. supposed to be able to see results like that. You remember the two uh, highlight races from the 2020 election, Pennsylvania, Donald Trump out to a big lead, starts whittling away throughout the night, over the Mm -hmm. overnight, and all of a sudden you wake up and uh, Joe Biden's winning, right? We all remember that. What people don't tend to remember as much is the exact opposite happened in Arizona, where 
you know, Joe Biden was out to a big lead. Trump started whittling away at that. If you remember famously, Fox News yeah, yeah. called Arizona early. Yep. And then it got so close, Trump almost won it. The same thing is happening in Arizona right now, where the, all night, if people were looking at the results, it was like, oh my gosh, Kerry Lake's down by 13 points. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. And that continues to narrow as we go. Do you know how many, um, uh, how much is in, in Maricopa County? Uh, I can give you that number. I don't have it in front of me. Okay. Um, but here's where we stand right now. Katie Hobbs, 50.9% of the vote. Kerry Lake, 49.1% of the vote. So it's already narrowed. Dramatically, dramatically from where we were talking about last night yeah a, a, an interesting thing if you if you want to get an indication the new york times makes real-time projections on how much of the vote is left in each of these states mm-hmm. so uh, they were looking at this all night and they don't do it they didn't do it for the uh, governors they but they did do it for the senate now in the senate they have blake masters who is still a race that we have too close to call but uh favored their last projection at about 4 a.m was that Masters was going to lose by 2.8 points. Okay. okay. That's an important number to remember. Because that's about that's that's about where the polls had been the the whole time. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Masters uh, got a couple late polls that were better than that, but Yeah, gen- but it's still average, within the margin of error. Right too. around there. Mm-hmm. Now, so what's the split between these two candidates? Right now, uh, Mark Kelly in the current count is up by 6 over uh, masters six points the difference uh over in the gubernatorial race is uh, 1.8 so throughout the entire night that split between lake and masters was about four points it went up to five at some points went down a little bit below four but right around four points if that final new york times projection is correct and masters loses by 2.8 that would indicate that Lake will come back and squeak this one out. Now, that's a projection built on top of a projection. So you should not take that to the bank. Do not bet right. your money on it. Right. Uh, but it's not at all out of the question that Kerry Lake can win this race. In fact, you you could look at it and say, if you, if you had to pick one of these two candidates to be, Hobbs or Lake, you might want to be Lake right now. Uh, so that's a positive. Uh, Masters is the opposite. You'd probably want to be Kelly. In, in this race uh, in Arizona, but it's going to be nah. super tight. No, no, okay. no, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be Kelly. Okay, that's a good point. No, I wouldn't want to be Kelly. Uh, now, a couple of the other big, so a lot, some of the, a lot of the races went the way we thought they would go. Yeah. Um, you know, I was looking at my, my, we final. were hoping, you know, the, we, we said yesterday, we kept coming back and going, I want to give it to them. I want to give it to them. Right. But we were split on, oh, I don't know uh, exactly what's going to happen. And I think, what we hoped w- did not happen, what we all kind of had a gut feeling might happen, happened. Yeah. We were hoping for some big red tsunami. Yeah. Uh, did not think that was going to happen, uh, and it didn't. But we thought it, thought it was going to happen when you saw uh, early on Florida. You're like, holy cow. Yeah, and it's interesting. One of the things you do as you're in analyzing elections in real time is you look at results that come in from these early states, states that are competent in counting their vote, like Florida. And you can take indications from that, generally speaking, as to the entire climate. You look at this and you say, okay, well, Florida is going really, really red. We didn't expect it to be this red. Perhaps we're in a year where we're going to be more red than the polls. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking, okay, wow, this could look really good. And you didn't really, what we wound up finding out is it was just Florida. Just I mean, it was Florida. really, the rest of it went. That is the story. Yeah. The story is 20 points. 
That's the big, uh, we believe the biggest margin ever in Florida. Absolutely incredible. I mean, even the outlier polls for DeSantis were DeSantis plus 15. Yeah. Which was out of the norm. I mean, yeah. they missed, the polls did miss in Florida. Yeah. Republicans outperformed their polls. The, the Florida story is a massive story that we're going to be getting into for the next couple of years. I, history I imagine. was set. History was set in Florida in a couple ways. 20 points, largest spread ever. And two, no one has ever lost as a Republican, a Democrat and an independent <laughs> ever. <laughs> and Charlie Chris made that happen. You know. I knew Charlie Chris was special. He was. And now he we know is why. special. He uh, is special. Now we know why. But I mean, it's interesting because of all the races we talked about yesterday, the only one that I had leaning Republican that has been called at this point was Pennsylvania, which is a whole. Sh- we should be doing weeks of shows to discuss discuss the mental issues that must lead to putting this man in the Senate. Uh, the fact that Pennsylvania will be punished by him representing them may be the worst punishment of all no, for that vote. No, because we're punished by yeah, it, we too. Yeah, we get punished by it, too. It's we incredible. get punished by it, too. Look, at here's the here's the uh, the thing that I, I, I think we should take away. Red states got redder. Blue states got bluer. Don't you think? <sighs> yeah. No, nothing. No minds were really yeah. changed, except for Florida. No minds were really changed. Everything is just really, really close. And the if purple you, stuff stayed purple. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Uh, you know, with the exception of Florida, which now looks all of a sudden like the most Republican. It's more red than like Wyoming. That's apparently the it's new- more red than Texas. Certainly. <laughs> no, Texas actually Abbott did really well. I mean, it, no, he did. But he won by 12 points. Right? I mean, oh, right. the that was spirit I of Texas is in Florida now. I still love Texas, but I love Florida, too. I love yeah. you in Florida. But I, I think there is a I think, t- you know, the Texas story was in a little interesting on the border. One thing that Beto maybe did. Maybe a replacement level candidate that couldn't raise money, which is the only thing that Beto is good at. Uh, maybe that candidate uh, loses by 16 instead of 12. And those border districts, uh, many of them wound up going back to the Democrats. Uh, there was that hope That's that this crazy. movement among Hispanics, Hispanics. Uh, on the Republican side was was a real thing. And what we saw is it's there, but it's maybe not as prominent as some of the polling showed well the good news is everything that i thought was a bad thing uh that has happened politically in this country has ended up being a good thing for instance um if we had donald trump i i i don't i wouldn't wish for this i didn't hope for this i didn't celebrate when donald trump lost i thought oh dear heavens However, because he lost, the, the Republicans, I think not the Republicans, I can't say that, the people who generally vote for the Republicans mm-hmm. woke up. We are seeing activism uh, and the school boards. We've, so we're seeing the, the, the wave did happen at the school board level. It, it's happening. There's a lot there. Yeah. A lot to celebrate there. There's right. some good gubernatorial wins. And so we are we are waking up to take our states back, which is the real key. Our, our local uh, elections and our state elections, we are taking those back. It's, it's important to remember, uh, even if the Senate does fall, which is not a sure thing. We can go through the, the outstanding yeah. races here and where, where we stand on that. But like, if you can get the House, this is not a catastrophe. If you lose both, it is a catastrophe. 
there is a chance here, by the way, we should all recognize this possibility. There is a chance in the Senate that we've got weeks and weeks more of this because there's a, there's a chance that Republicans get to 50 seats, need one more, Shut and up. Georgia goes to a runoff on December 6th. Shut and up. we're going to have uh, election Shut week up. becomes election month. How did, how did neither <laughs> of them get 50%? A libertarian had a couple percent. That's basically uh, what it was. It was like, I, think, I think Warnock's at 49.4 right now. If he gets to 50, uh, then, then there will be no runoff. He's up by about a point over Walker. Now, the dynamic changes in a runoff, especially if the entire Senate is, is up. If that's the, the race that's going to decide the Senate, you poor oh, people in Georgia will never see anything but a political oh, commercial. No, they'll, they'll start, can, they'll start <laughs> canceling the TV shows just, just to put commercial. commercials on. It'll, it'll be, be unbelievable. You are, you're in for torture. <laughs> I, sorry. Okay, anyway, let me tell you about American financing. Uh, with equity much higher now and mortgage rates starting to have leveled out just a little bit, now might not be a bad time to consider a new home purchase. Then again, <laughs> every day you're seeing more houses hitting the market, being able to lock in a low rate before even you know you even start shopping. It'll give you a leg up. So don't miss out on the best deal available. You can lock in your price now and then go shopping. Oh, it is really good, and it comes from American Financing. They're America's home for home loans and been helping people just like you save money and get the things that they are looking, you're looking for, uh, done. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10 seconds, station ID. So there's another really important race that happened yesterday that I think has more consequence to it than people understand. Um, the The Constitution state, I know it's Delaware, but pff, you think they care about the Constitution? Constitution state. I grew up in Connecticut. It is Every Connecticut, license right? Plate says Constitution, Constitution state. state. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we, ha- we hid also- the Constitution. Right. In I don't remember why. I just remember it being a license plate. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. Uh, but th- it is also the nutmeg state. There was a little uh, yeah. conversation about this on the show last night. But I do right. remember all, it's on every freaking license state. plate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's Delaware is the first state, I think. Yeah. Yeah. OK. I think you're right. So anyway, um, I, I believe that the Constitution state really is Utah because um, the people there have been. Uh, it was drilled into them when when Brigham Young first came over the mountain. The first thing they did, remember, they were driven out of uh, of America. This was a territory. It was an America. And they were driven out and with bloody feet and, you know, people missing family members because they were killed uh, in Missouri. They crossed the mountains. And the first thing that he did was had a parade in the middle of the desert. I mean, you know. Uh, so the first thing a they desert did parade, a desert parade, I have normal parades. I don't want to go to right. Desert and the, parades. And the, and who's watching it. <laughs> okay. Everybody's in the parade. There's no, you know, so anyway, uh, <laughs> they marched with the, uh, declaration of independence and the bill of rights and the, uh, or the constitution. And the, the whole idea was that don't judge, don't judge the country. 
people make mistakes. The Constitution and Declaration of Independence are sacred. And so I could not believe that Mike Lee was going to lose in that state. But he had everything against him. Mm. Everything went against him. All of the media, even the so-called conservative media, was against him. And I will tell you, what was his what was his spread? Do we know? Currently, it's 14. I think it's going to grow from here, but it's going to wind up. I think it's going to wind up around 20. Yeah. So the other big win was Mike Lee. Yeah. And that that speaks volumes to me and should speak volumes to places like the Deseret News and KSL. No matter what you did, no matter what power you thought you had, you're not pulling the wool over the people's eyes. They know. They know. That's and I crucial. think that's really good. Crucial. They're, and that's a really good sign. Yeah. I mean, the Democrats really did pull out every trick in the book Everything. in that race. Uh, and it did, not, it did not work. Right. And thankfully, it did not work. And if you're sitting here and like, I don't really care about the Utah race. I'm in Arkansas. Uh, well, guess what? Uh, if that had worked in Utah, you would be seeing that movie coming to theaters near you. And the same very thing in nearby. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Oklahoma. They mm-hmm. tried to do the yep. same kind of thing in Oklahoma and the people rejected it. Yeah. The guy who they said, oh, he's probably going to lose. Um, the current governor won. And the guy who's been on our show over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Talking about, you know, hey, we got to get this under control. He ran for the state. I don't know how the Oklahoma works, but it's this. He's in charge of the schools Um, and he won in a landslide. He won uh, another guest that's been on many times was on yesterday. Eric Schmidt as well in Missouri. Very strong win in the Senate. There's a lot of good news. And again, structurally, people need to remember, especially in the Senate, this started out 36, 29 Democrats with people not up for election. So Republicans had a lot of ground to gain here and they needed to get to 51 where Democrats only needed to get to 50. So this is an uphill battle from the beginning. It's going to be very, very close at the finish line here. Hopefully, at the very least, they can get over the finish line in the House and block the worst instincts of Biden. So we will continue giving you the results and then some perspective. And today, we want to hear from you at 888-727-BECK. That's the number, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Stu. The Glenn Beck Appreciate that. (laughs) I got to stop drinking. Uh, If anyone ever tells you that sleep is overrated, Tell them to shut up. <laughs> no, it's not. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are at their lowest price ever. That means they're as low as $29.99 with the promo code back. And just like everything that MyPillow makes, the sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Now, because we're coming up on the holidays, orders placed between now and December 25th will have their money-back guarantee extended until March 1st, 2023. Why sleep on anything but the best, especially when you can get it at such a low price? $29.99 for the best sheets that I've slept on. Please do yourself a favor. Get the Giza Dream Sheets for you or for a gift for somebody you love. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener's Special Square and uh, check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets along with other limited time offers. Enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117. And get these great radio specials. Still time to get in on the blazetv.com 
slash Glenn midterm special. Use the promo code midterms and save 30 bucks. So here we are in a very precarious uh, position. We don't know yet about the House or the Senate. Uh, the president just made a statement. He just said, which I thought was was really um, much more than I expected. Uh, Fetterman has also commented. Which, again, was more than I expected. It was a good point. I, you know, you mentioned sometimes these things work out for the best, even if they don't go the way that you want. Yeah. This is a good night for Joe Biden. It was. And, and because his the chance of him being told that he has a health problem or a family problem and he needs to not be the nominee in 2024, if there was a red wave, were really high. Right. The fact that this is not it was definitely not a red wave that that's not that did not occur. Uh, Republicans could still win the House and the Senate, but this was not a red wave. And the fact that that did not happen strengthens Biden's case to remain the nominee in 2024. That might be a really good thing. <laughs> that yeah, might, it might be something be. we were really thankful for later on. Yeah. So let me give you, can I give you the picture of the Senate sure, here? Yes, where please. we stand right this second. Got it. There are five races that have yet to be called. Uh, one of them is sort of anticlimactic in a way uh, because we know it's going to be a Republican seat. But this is the race in Alaska, the race between. Can you really call Murkowski? A... Right. Look, it's it matters for control, though. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the Republican will be the speaker. You know, you'll have a Republican speaker mm-hmm. uh, or Senate leader uh, if if Murkowski wins. And yes, she'll fail you on a bunch of votes, but you'll be able to block a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Murkowski and, and Chewbacca are in a very tight race. We don't know where that's going to turn out, but we know that's going to be Chewbacca a is running Chewbacca. It's not Chewbacca. Oh, Chewbacca. that would have been good. <laughs> I will say. I would have loved to have a Wookiee in the Senate. <laughs> you know. I mean, we kind of do with Fetterman, but <laughs> to have an actual Wookiee would be great. They both have the same language, too. Ah! <laughs> and Pat does a great Chewbacca. Does, yeah. Okay, so um, so we get. let's give that one to Republicans, because Republicans are going to have that seat either way. That gets you to 48-48. The sort of drama we really hoped to avoid here. Yes. So that means... Of the four races left, Republicans need to win three. Three of the four. Here are the four races. One. Wisconsin. Wisconsin looks pretty darn good. Almost all the vote has been counted. Ron Johnson is up by one point, and it looks like he will win. One interesting part about this race is for the past several cycles, polls have missed badly uh, against Republicans in favor of uh, Democrats. In other words, as we led up to these elections, looked like the Democrats were going to do better than they wound up doing. The reverse seems to have happened here this time. And one of the worries we talked about yesterday was at some point, these pollsters are, I mean, they're always trying to correct themselves for errors they made in the past. They may have corrected those errors and maybe overcorrected here in Wisconsin because the polls showed Johnson with a little bit more solid lead than this. It looks like he's going to win, but win very narrowly. So uh, it, let's say Johnson wins that. You get to 49 for Republicans, meaning you need to win two of three of these races. Nevada, Georgia, and Arizona. Arizona's the longest shot here. Yeah, uh, we Nevada looks good. Nevada is toss-up city. Is uh, it really? I mean, it's really, really no, tight. So Laxalt no, is winning. <laughs> I want to hear what I believe. <laughs> Laxalt is winning. <laughs> Yes. Which is, you can stop there if you want. Right. He's no, currently no. winning. If you look at the vote that's left, 
it looks like it's going to tighten. And I think at the end of the day, you're going to have, you really have a coin flip still. If you, if you want to say there's a slight leader, you might say it. Say it. I'll tell you it's Laxalt, but it might not be. Oh, uh, I think, I, I, you know, I, I would say this is like a 45% chance for Republicans to win. It's like slightly under 50, maybe, but still very, very doable. Then you have Nevada, or excuse me, then you have a Georgia. Georgia's a weird one. Right now, if, if there was no runoff, I think Warnock would win. But they have a runoff system, and I don't think Warnock's going to get to 50%. That's, not, again, also not a sure thing. But if he stays below 50%, he's currently at 49.4. If he stays below 50%, then you'll have a situation where December 6th, that race will be up uh, for... Uh, for uh you know for a runoff so just for the so, people who weren't scarred enough by 2020 we get to do it all, <laughs> all over, over again. again but so let me give you the optimistic picture here in the senate for republicans you win alaska with one of the two candidates mm-hmm. you win wisconsin which i would think is you'd rather be ron johnson than mandela barnes in this race brings us, brings us to 49 that brings you to 49 mm-hmm. then you win nevada which is a toss-up and then you have the runoff in georgia that's your that's your path. So you got to win Nevada. You got to win it. You got to win Wisconsin, and then you'll have a December six runoff for the Senate in Georgia, and all of the marbles on that one race, which will be freaking insane. Now that that's not that we're counting out Blake Masters here, who still has a chance. I just think it's a small chance at this point. Like he could come back. That those races are narrowing, but he's currently down by six points. Where uh, Carrie Lake is down by what a point one point eight or something. So it's a lot closer in the in the gubernatorial race, and I think Lake has a good chance of winning that one. But Masters may come up slightly short in the Senate. So that's so there is a path there, and if the Republicans can pull out the House, hey, you know, I mean, uh, that's good. That's good. Be, it's not the wave you wanted, but it's not a te- it's not terrible. No, it's you know where it is. It's where we expected it to be. Before we got into the race. Yeah. I, we, I, I, we thought mm-hmm. we will get the house, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be a tidal wave, but we'll get control of the house and maybe we can stop it. And maybe yeah. we can get the Senate. Senate's going to be t- hard. But people, really hard. I think people, because you look at the history where usually the, 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 the opposition party from the president does very well. You see that going on and you think, okay, well, they're, they're going to win. But the structural advantage is with the Democrats in the Senate this term. And this is not some like conspiracy theory. The reverse is going to be true in 2024. It's going to be a very good Republican year in the Senate in 2024. They, at least as, as far as the playing field goes, they're going to be favored going into that election. They were underdogs coming into this. So, I mean, I think you look at this and you say a bit underwhelming from the amount of change we saw in the House. But like you go, they started from a strong position. Remember, Republicans in 2020 in the House did pretty well. This was not a disaster. They outperformed what everyone thought they were going to do in in 2020. Republicans, you know, people remember the presidential race, but Republicans did better in the House than people expected. It's just that the Senate fell apart with those two runoffs and it turned into the catastrophe that cost us five trillion dollars. Seventy one percent in now with Alaska and it's Chewbacca. Yes. However, remember Alaska's. It's no, not, not Chewbacca. It's that. Chewbacca, and it, it it also is a situation where uh, they have a uh, um, a different system there. Remember, this is uh, instant runoff. I don't uh, want to hear about it. Okay. So what will happen is they have four candidates in this race. Uh huh. When all the votes comes in, 
Uh-huh. No one will have 50%. Uh-huh. So they will take the bottom candidate, which will probably have 3 or 4%, maybe 5%. Uh-huh. They will eliminate that candidate and take everyone's second choice votes and apply them to everybody else. In that case, Murkowski, because I believe the fourth place candidate is a Democrat, Murkowski will pick up most of that vote. Then it will be down to another Republican uh, if no one is over 50%. Most of that vote will go to probably to Chewbacca, though we don't know that for sure. But I think, I still think, and we don't know for sure, we will see. But I still think that Murkowski will have enough to, to get across that finish line. We will see. That one is going to take weeks. You're not we fun at my that. party today. I'm trying to give you, Glenn, the facts <laughs> yeah, of the situation. Yeah, but sometimes, can't we just... Mike Lee won. Can't we just lie to ourselves for a while? I, I know that's I what got us into trouble. the path to the Senate. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And the House is, is there. Should happen. If it doesn't, then we can all start crying because that one's going to cost us trillions of dollars if, if both of those things don't happen. You know, I got home and I got a note from a friend that said, hey, I just want you to know, at least you don't live in New York. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? That is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're not lying in a pool of our own blood on the streets of New York this morning. Yeah. And Kathy Hochul. I mean, I, I, Kathy Hochul it's crazy. wound up holding on to that race, although much more narrow than anyone would have expected going in. I mean, Lee Zeldin did really well there. Really well. But it just shows there's a real difference in New York from where it was, even when we all considered it a blue state and Chuck Schumer was still winning elections, when George Pataki could win, when, when Rudy Giuliani could be mayor of New York City. Honestly, even when Michael Bloomberg could win election yeah. in New York City. This is a totally different place. And a lot of the people who looked at how bad Andrew Cuomo was and and Hochul, obviously part of that uh, catastrophe in New York, a lot of those people, um, well, sadly, a good chunk of them died. But in addition to the people who actually just perished at the hands of Andrew Cuomo, uh, a lot of other people ran away. Yeah, they moved. Lee Zeldin voters moved out of New York previous to the election, could not vote in New York anymore, and instead voted for, like, Ron DeSantis in Florida I or will Greg tell Abbott you, in Texas. That is the message, to me at least, uh, today, is if you're not living in one of these places, you know, that that, that has your red cover, uh, I'd move. I'd move, because it, it's not changing. And the people, like, for instance, in Pennsylvania, I mean... If the Amish could listen to me today, they should pack up their wagons and their carriages and get the hell out of there. Mm. Uh, because they wouldn't use that language, but yeah. Well, H-E double hockey sticks. I'm using that. I don't think they would, Jebediah. But anyway, you know, move. You got to be because there's going to come a time wherever you are, that's where you will be. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but. No, I. You are. You're not going to be leaving there eventually. And here's the thing: mm-hmm. that time was two years ago. If you didn't notice the difference between your blue state and your red state over the past couple of years, and a lot of people did, they moved already. And I, I would absolutely adore living in a town with any one of our listeners. We invite you to come uh, to 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 Texas because I, I will say, you know, we talk a lot about national politics. This is a national show. And that is the focus of our days many times. But the difference between the life I lived in this state and the life that some of my friends who were also conservative lived in New York, in Connecticut, in Illinois, in California. I can't tell you 
how dramatically different it was and continues to be. They think we're crazy. Yeah. They they look at us and go, wait a minute. You're none of you wear a mask. You're like, no, no one. I think in Texas, it's gotten to the point where even surgeons are like, I'm not wearing this damn mask. <laughs> and you have to think about this for you and your family. You know, a lot of people, I think, get locked into where they live because that's where they grew up. It's what their they families, know. their families, their families are, are around. And that's all very important. But encourage your family to come with you uh, if you want them to, because some of our families suck. But yeah, like, some of them, you might just want to leave at night. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It may, you may just want to go out like, you know, like uh, the Baltimore Colts left Baltimore back in the <laughs> right. day. Just what basically happened to the, the movie what truck. Happened? Where are they all going? Mayflower, where are you going? But like, hey, you know, seriously, it's, it's something to consider because these states are going to get, as you mentioned, blue states are getting bluer. Red states are getting redder. Yes, national policy really matters, but statewide policy is what you feel on a day-to-day basis even more. So a good example is in Florida, and I want to tell you what we learned last night about Ron DeSantis and uh, what he's going to do now in Florida with a 20-point mandate. Mm. I'll give that to you here coming up in just a second. When you're at the gas pump or the grocery store, you've got to remind yourself very clearly and firmly that we are not in a recession. Tell yourself that over and over again. You know, that is the one good thing. Can't really blame the Democrats or the Republicans for the uh, coming disaster. Um, they'll find a way. They'll find a way. It is those Donald Trump people. Anyway, Upside is an amazing app. If you can't convince yourself that, you know, hey, uh, the economy is as strong as hell, you might want to have the Upside app. It's It will actually save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it at the App Store. It's absolutely free. Uh, use the promo code BECK, and that will automatically get you 25 cents or more for every gallon of gas on your first tank of gas. When I first read that, I thought, or more, really? You're going to give us more? How come you're not average? Stew it in. He got 35 cents off. 35 cents off of a full tank fill-up. 35 cents off per gallon on the whole fill-up. Gosh, you remember? Do you remember when a million dollars was a lot of money? Now you're getting, you know, can I get the Powerball so I can fill the tank of gas? 35 cents helps. <laughs> yeah. Download the free Upside app and use promo code BECK. Get 25 cents or more back on every gallon of your first tank of gas. You can get it now. Just download the app. It's free. The Upside app and use the promo code BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. We go to Corbin in Florida. He's a pastor in Tampa, Florida. Hello, Pastor. How are you, sir? Hello, Glenn. Thank you for taking my call today. Sure. Um, just wanted to um, give some insight on just uh, how we've helped do some things here at the church. Um, if we're going to save our country, um, there's three things that I think are really to do. Um, number one, we need to get back to just preaching the gospel. Um, we can't get upset at people's character if they don't truly know where morals are 
based on, and that's through Jesus Christ. Um, the second thing is is we need to encourage our people to read the Bible. Um, it is amazing just the biblical illiteracy that we see in our nation mm-hmm. and how many people just don't pick up the Bible. And the third thing that we need to do is, as pastors, as churches, um, we need to confront current-day events and issues through Scripture. Um, at our church, we decided back in July uh, just to hit on some hot-button issues that are going on in our country, not necessarily in the heat of the election, but it was amazing how much it opened our people's eyes just to see how much the Bible does speak to current events. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> otherwise, when, when we get, otherwise yeah. it would be a really outdated piece of literature. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it clearly does. Uh, Pastor, I'm glad you made those decisions at your church, and I echo um, uh, your, uh, your plan forward. Thank you very much for the phone call. When we come back, uh, we're going to give you some more updates on what has happened, but also we're going to take your phone calls and my look at what should we take from this next. The Glenn Beck Program.